0: At this time, laugh at the folly of the Mayans,
1: because that's always funny. As the most powerful men in Canada discuss, Top Tech. This week, downloading
2: things. I'm not going to laugh anymore. I am so, so depressed. Why are you depressed, Johnny? I can't get my TV shows downloaded. <laughs> well, I have a solution for you, Johnny. <laughs> oh, I can feel my excitement and laughter returning. yeah, it's called BitTorrent.
0: Oh, <laughs> but we already did a show on BitTorrent. <laughs> No, this is more of a show, actually, I'd say, on automatically getting the things that you want to get. Be they TV shows
1: or movies or music or games or... This is a show about RSS feeds is what you're telling me.
0: Almost, Beach. This is a show about automation. One of the
2: things I love most about computers. Yeah, well, that's the thing is we treat computers often like a tool. But the thing that makes them so great is being able to reproduce redundant repetitive things that we're forced to do again and again we can set up tools that will do all those things for us and searching for the latest podcast or episode of something or news feed or whatever is something that a computer is really really good at and we just need to find the right tools to help us with it and I think Ian's got some ideas.
0: Mm-hmm. You, you mentioned RSS feeds Beach and that's one good way of keeping up to date well with news and with sports and weather and
1: other things that's literally how podcasting really got started was through using the rss uh, specification
0: rss is it stands for really simple syndication and you've probably seen it somewhere in the top of your browser bar when you go to certain pages or you've seen it on, on a news site it's a little weird orange icon with the three curved lines inside of it yeah or a man on a toilet reading a newspaper it says rss next to it yeah and what yeah, it means is yeah. that you can set it up a program to keep an eye on the site to tell you when new things happen. Well, it can also be used to link to files. And so sites that are a repository of files available for download will often use RSS to let you know when new things are available for download. But you still need to manually go and get these things. Mm That's true. And you need to keep your eye on the feed. And when you see, for example, Beach and I, we like to watch Japanese animation, a lot of which isn't available here in North America. So the only way we can actually get at it is through these
1: RSS feeds. Right. So I have a program in Linux. It's called Ktorrent. And it actually has a built-in RSS filter where you can set up a bunch of feeds and you can type in a filter. But then I have to define very specifically in each filter, and say each filter belongs to a specific feed, and I have to go through all this clickery-pokery to try to make it all work. And in some cases, you you can set up things like, oh, well, I want certain seasons, and I want these... And it can get very complicated very fast. And it's kind of frustrating, because it means that now all my stuff is in KTorrent. So if I ever want to change to using another torrent program like Transmission, I can't do that, because I've spent so much time putting everything into KTorrent.
2: Well, and the the uTorrent for the Mac also does something very similar, but it's also likewise really awkward to use and i found it not very useful.
1: And the other option
0: which is just putting it in an rss reader like google reader and keeping an eye on it becomes very untenable the minute you actually stop checking your feeds for a couple of days
1: and you have to go back and manually look through them. we're talking about using a computer to actually hunt these things for us to keep an eye on this for us. You so need a, a really good intelligent agent to do that. And i have
0: one. Do you? It's called flexget and you can get it at flexget.com. Are we getting paid for this? I know. Actually, they're uh, in fact, it's cuz it's open source. It's free and open source software, which means you can get it and use it for free. Nice. And they have a big donate button on their page. So I don't think that they're going to be uh, sponsoring us, but I think this is one of those things that people could really benefit from. Because it's a multi-purpose automation tool. It's a daemon, so it's a program that runs in your background and It's not just for torrents. Oh. You can use it to download torrents. You can use it to download podcasts. You can use it to download comics, series, movies, from RSS feeds, from HTML pages, from CSV files, search engines. It's basically anything you can throw at it from the internet.
1: So the idea is that if you have an RSS feed that's always bringing up new, interesting things all the time, Mm -hmm. you can use Flexget to say, look at these feeds and then spit the content of that feed out to some other program. That's Doesn't matter what it is, but it can be any program. So if FlexKit just says I see a torrent file, I'll suck that into myself and spit it out into Transmission
2: yep. or uTorrent or whatever. If the RSS feed allows it, it might not even be a torrent, right? Like there's lots of different ways it could download stuff.
1: It might be a direct file. Oh. It might be a uh, an article linked to a news group. That's cool. Unix term is to pipe something where you're saying that I want something that happens in one program, I'm going to pipe that through to another program. So take the results of one command and pipe it into some other command and then it does like a bunch of things all at once i'm assuming then that's pretty complicated because you're basically piping stuff from one side to another
0: first of all you're you're mentioning unix piping i want to point out that this is actually something we can all use that's true (laughs) not just unix users now this is a program that's actually available for uh linux for windows for OS X, and you can actually even put it on some on some NAS storage boxes like... You mean Drobo? Really? If you go to Drobo with one of those network
1: pieces the to DroboShare, or you have a Drobo FS, or you have a Drobo... I think the S has Ethernet on it. Which I believe you do have, Johnny.
2: I, I have the FS. Yeah, you can actually just put FlexGet directly on your Drobo. Really? Does it have a web-based interface, or do you, do you have to use a SSH to go into a command line to make changes to it?
0: The only thing you have to do is be able to connect to the file system, because the program itself is configured through a single text file. Oh. Okay. That's formatted in the YML language, which is just yet another markup language. (laughs)
2: Because <laughs> we needed another markup language. <laughs> yes. Apparently they did. For those that don't know, HTML is a hypertext markup language and then one that we use quite a lot, um, Markdown, which is another markup language that uh, uses very simple to use terms and symbols to uh, allow you to mark up your plain text documents so that it makes sense. When we say language, we
0: don't mean some sort of obscure, impenetrable computer language like C or... Perl.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's bash on Perl. Perl. In the grand scheme of languages, when you're talking about technology, uh, computer stuff, there's at one end of the spectrum, there's the programming languages, and then there's scripting languages, and then at the other end of the scale is markup languages, which just use real words, and it's very, very straightforward and simple, and have very very few rules.
0: So what I do in this document is I just put in the word tasks with a colon after that, and I want to do a task. So the next task that I have is to check an RSS feed.
1: And so you just... Put in the feed. Yeah, yeah, just put in the feed. Just basically put in the HTTP colon slash slash whatever. Yep.
0: Yeah, the next thing is that I tell it I want to look for a certain series because I want to walk, This is a TV show feed. Okay. So I say I want to look for Space Brothers, Polar Bear Cafe, and Robotics Notes. Oh, and furu These
1: are all three separate yes. series that are all words that make sense.
2: And I would I would imagine that the text file that you get that comes default with it has probably some commented out examples of stuff so that you could use that as a reference point so you know how to
0: edit this text. Oddly enough, no, Johnny, but the website at flexget.com does have a number of great tutorials on how to put these things together. Oh, well, that's good. Okay. Yeah. I put in the series. Now, that would be all well and good, except that the subtitling scene for animation has become rather crazy these days, and there are A lot of different groups that do the same shows so i want only the shows from a certain group that releases them because i like their translations Mm -hmm. i just put in from underscore group and then the name of the group i want
1: and it only grabs they have definitions like that where it's like from group and it's like i know what a group is Neat. But I only want the high-definition version,
0: specifically the 720p version. And the group I listen to releases a 720p, a 1080p, and a standard def version. So I put in quality, colon, 720p. But you and just so have to know what
2: those terms are that, it, that they use. So like 720p, 1080p, 1080i, exactly. 480i, 480p, whatever whatever so, they use.
1: Yeah, so it's smart enough to actually know that if you type in 720p, it's saying, okay, I'll look for anything that has the that, that has in the file name 720p, but I'll also look for anything that has 1280x 720, because set, that would also mean that.
0: It's also smart enough to just put in the words high def or HD. Ooh, nice. And then it'll just grab the first high definition version it sees, be it a 1080p or a 720p. Neat, okay. And it's smart enough to also keep track of what you've downloaded in terms of
1: which episodes you've seen. Oh, so if you're using multiple sites to do your RSS feeds, the moment it finds a matching file, it's like, good, I'm not going to keep downloading the other matching files for this.
0: Exactly. Or or I won't download previous episodes which have been re-released. Oh,
1: nice. Unless
2: they're a re-encode, which is a better quality. There are dedicated applications to doing this kind of thing with a graphic user interface for very specific tasks, uh, like podcasts, for instance. Uh, Like iTunes will do that for you. So we'll downcast on your iOS device. But... This sounds like the real benefit of this is besides all the kind of flexibility and control you can have with it, well, it is called Flexget, it's not limited to certain types of content, right? It's like anything that's published through RSS or, or through different groups, you can grab.
0: No, exactly. And, and Johnny, this is where it gets really interesting. So I've got the series that I want to grab. What do I do now? Well, it gives me the option of where I want to to send this information to to be a download. Mm. So if it comes in and it's a news group, a Usenet download, I can send it to my Usenet downloading application. I personally have these things sent to Transmission, which is my BitTorrent program. Or you can send it to uTorrent or
2: rTorrent, deluge. Uh, the reason I use Transmission is because Transmission has built-in functionality for setting keywords and then saving the files that it's downloaded into specific locations based on those keywords. I'd imagine FlexGet will, you know, if it sends a tr- tr- Transmission, you've already set that up. Of course, it'll it'll respect that. But is there any way to pipe that kind of information to from FlexGet? Like, I want to, you to download this with this application and tell it to save it to this location, or is that a ab- ab- past its kind of capabilities? Like, once it sends it to the application, it does it does whatever the application is set to do ho, ho, ho. are you are you digital
0: Santa Claus over here yes I, yeah you can not only do that Johnny but you can also have it set what number of connections you want to use Wow limits on hours bandwidth priority the ratio for each individual
1: file. We're still talking about FlexGet, right? Like, we're still talking FlexGet has the ability to send these parameters to your program. To
0: Transmission. Then, at the end, you can have it run a script to rename the file to conform to your particular type of renaming. Ah, this
1: sounds so good.
0: You can even have it remove itself from Transmission when you're done. Oh, wow. And I'm just looking through the list of the inputs here. You can have it work for Apple trailers. You can send things from Transmission. You can list a directory on a website or on your computer.
1: After you've downloaded something from somewhere, you can say, now take that thing that has finished downloading, stop downloading it in Transmission, copy it to this new folder, or upload it via FTP to some other website so I can host it somewhere else for somebody
2: else.
0: Yep. Or just put it in your own personal uh, repository where you oh. keep
2: all of your files. What about Dropbox support? wonder if you could do things like create links from okay. Dropbox with FlexGet.
0: Well, Johnny, as you know, Dropbox is just a folder that sits on your computer. Yes. So if you, say, got a text file in that folder and you want to put links that the, of things that you want to download in that Dropbox text file and have, say, FlexGet look at that text file and notice if there's any new links in the text file and download those links, Mm. you can do that.
1: That's nice. I like that. See, it's funny because the KTorrent application I currently use, of course, it is only for torrents, uh, but I get everything that I want. like Anime-wise, I get that all through torrents now anyway, but I can certainly see the utility of Flexget. KTorrent has most of these things built in, but again, it only has most of them built in, and it's only good on torrents, whereas this sounds like if I'm doing any sort of this kind of stuff, if I'm using newsgroups, if I'm using all these other things having a single tool that is just designed to encompass everything would be a lot handier. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a very advanced kind of tool, despite the simplicity, uh, it sounds like, of setting it up. It's going to take you some time to set it up.
2: This is still something that's probably a little more advanced.
0: This is definitely your advanced class of top tech.
2: It does sound like solving a problem that not everyone has, but that maybe if people knew this was a problem, this would be the tool that they'd want to <laughs> solve it for them.
0: Yeah. It's definitely one of those things that it's, it's easy to install and it's easy to set up. It, it does take a little bit of work and reading the manual a bit. But if you find yourself doing a certain thing over and over again, you start to look for tools after a while that will help you stop doing that same thing again and again.
2: And this is one of those tools. The, the really great thing about thinking about this from, for my use, I have a tool that does basically what I need for some of these things, doesn't seem like it has the same sort of power, but one of the drawbacks for me, and I know mine is a very specific case, but I save all the files onto my Drobo, which is on and plugged in all the time. But my computer, my laptop, is not at home and plugged in and ready to download files at any time. If I could set this up in, in the Drobo so that it doesn't actually need my computer to be part of that situation, it would mean that it would just be happening whenever I needed it to happen and I wouldn't actually need to have my computer in a specific place and time and plugged in in order to get the stuff I need to get downloaded. So I just basically turn on my Apple TV, which I've already hacked to run XBMC, which we talked about in a previous episode, and all the content that I've downloaded all the podcasts and and shows that i want to see on my drobo well because they've automatically downloaded just show up on my apple tv that is awesome oh and uh johnny mm-hmm.
0: i just had a look here it's some of the third-party plugins yeah you can even have it set up to tweet you when it starts downloading something <laughs>
2: <laughs> or, or can you get it to tweet you when it's done that too oh god no, i am awesome. such an unabashed geek <laughs>
0: Yeah, at that bombshell, I'm uh, Ian Horner telling you to install FlexGet to download this podcast.
2: And I'm Johnny Blakeborough saying that if you think you're a geek, you're probably not geek enough. Try to be even more geekier.
1: And I'm Brendan Beach deary and I've got
2: text files to go read. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. The most powerful men in Canada would love to hear from you. Please contact us by visiting our website at toptech.tiltyhouse.com if you have any comments or if there are any subjects you'd like us to cover in a future show.